could start at any time okay i'm happy to wait i mean it could feel like it's maybe started now i mean you've noticed the red lights on the red light is ominous uh we got the cameras we got the cameras here one of them has a pop plane on oh and they switch uh depending on who talks i think is it they're like an automatic ai editor yeah, so AI is taking the jobs of camera editors. Yeah, because that light has just gone red on that one when you started talking. But this one has not gone, oh, when I move, maybe. Well, it's a, it's a voice. It's voice activated. It tells from who's speaking, from where. Wow. And that's the type of inside baseball stuff people love here on Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. Hello, listeners. Today's uh, it's a big get. Today's guest is the biggest get. The biggest. It's the biggest. It's one of the biggest gets I think we've ever had. I'm a get. A real get. I'm a ghetto. I'm a get. I'm a get. I'm a. I'm a. Um, mm-hmm. Le get. Yeah, a, a ghetto superstar. Yes, that's me. Ghetto superstar. You're a fan of ODB. We'll get into that later. Yeah, let's get into that later. I can't, I can't deal with such uh, um, controversial topics straight off the bat. I don't think it's controversial. I mean, you either like ODB or you don't like ODB. I have a, I have a very controversial past with ODB, with the members of ODB, which I, um, which I signed a lot of non-disclosure agreements about. And members of ODB. Yeah. Guy was a member. Yeah. He was a member of Wu-Tang. Well, there's... Uh, there's. You mean those guys? You mean the Wu-Tang? No, no, I mean ODB. There's more than one. Really? I've said too much. Wait. Look at these leather coasters. We've I'm got a, to speak more about this and I'll introduce you. I'm a vegetarian. Uh, today's guest is a vegetarian. Sorry, should I not have been talking up until now? Because uh, you're... Inju- Oop. Did you get a message? Uh... Oh. That is my producer telling me we need to keep going. Where are they? Is this, this is like, hot. Is this like Saw? Your producer is watching through the cameras? Yeah, my producer is a puppet. Oh. He's a puppet. He's put a key behind my eye. I need to get the key out from behind my eye. And today's guest is Oliver Coleman. Uh, uh, hello. Hey, there we go. It's almost like a real podcast when I did that. Did you feel that? That felt real. Did you that feel it like it was prof- almost a real podcast? I think it is a real podcast. You got, Is that my phone? Uh, that's just a producer saying, keep going. This is hot stuff. You haven't even checked your messages. You should do that. Your phone's right there. You could just switch it on to silent. I could, but man, just think about all this conversation that's happening. That, that's true. We can, it generates conversation when it dings. Taking phone calls during the podcast has generated so much content on this show. Yeah, I think we could keep talking about it for the rest of the time. 
Sure, but we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. About the ding? We have, no, but not just, not just the dings, though. But we do have to talk about it. I have the Oliver. I was, I was hoping you were going to bring it up, Oliver. We have to talk about. Oh uh, no! Um, it's true. Whatever you're going to say, it's true. I did it. I regret it. But I think uh, me and the public, we can work through it together. So your brother Gary. Yeah, my brother Gary. What about him? This is this is this is why I don't do many podcasts because. I go on and the first thing they want to talk about is my brother Gary. What about me? Uh, I mean. Yeah, exactly. They always want to talk about my brother Gary. I mean, think about Gary, what he said on TV. You're lucky I don't walk out of here right now. I mean, you you wouldn't be the first. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I'm sure you brought up to my brother Gary to many guests. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly why they walked out. Yeah. What do you want to know about my brother Gary? I mean, what, what... Can you stand behind this? Wait a minute okay. now. I didn't get a chance to Mac because AIDS came out in 82. So uh-huh. all the women kind of ran, ran and hid while they kind of sorted this thing out. So I really didn't have a girlfriend that whole period of time. That's my brother Gary saying that. And he's, and he's right. He didn't have a girlfriend from about 1982 until I think uh, it wasn't until the early 2000s. I mean... Is, isn't, isn't it a bit gauche to blame an epidemic for I'm not, not for I'm not having a girlfriend? Yes. I've blamed uh I've blamed the <laughs> I've blamed uh, epidemics for much more than not having a girlfriend. I'm sure I blame I blame Reagan sneaking crack into the black community for a reason why I don't have a girlfriend. Reagan gets a bad rap. I reckon he was onto something. A lot of good movies. And economic policies, I think, uh, you know, it's very, um, you know, people don't want to defend the Chicago school anymore, but, you know, Milton Friedman, he's a good guy. Did a lot of good work in uh, Latin America. Don't be afraid to cough just straight into the microphone. I won't. There's your phone again. How does your uh, strap connect to the front of the phone? Is it a magnetized thing? Is there a little magnet hidden in the red leather? Uh, there's a little... Red little, leather, yellow leather, red little, leather, yellow leather. A little bit of a magnet thing. I'm and, showing that to the YouTube audience. And there is um, there is a key underneath that I, behind its eye that I have to get out. Behind the m- magnet eye? Yes. Yikes. So you've got a key behind your eye right now as well. Yeah. Is that always there or just today? Uh, it is always there. It's what motivates me. Eventually I might be able to get it out, but I don't know. Who's to say? I'm not going to want to stab my eyes out. I haven't done that in years. No, neither have I. Well, you make that mistake one time. Right. You know, you're a Greek. You're a Greek tragedy. You accidentally have sex with your mother. You don't want to. You don't want to see ever again. The shame. Boom. Needles in the eye. Put pluck them out. Yeah, that's what he did. That's what he did. Oedip, Oedipus. And that starts with O, and your name starts with O. Discuss. Uh, uh, yeah. Oedipus and I share a lot in common. You're both people. We're both real people. <laughs> both grew up in. Uh, 
both born in Thebes, grew up on the outskirts of Thebes, uh, taken care of by a shepherd. Mm. Uh, and then uh, we were both uh, both uh, quick to temper. One time I was walking along a country road and a man uh, came in my way and I, uh, and I uh, had an altercation with him. I murdered him. Right. Uh, and then uh, later on I met a uh, sphinx who uh, asked me several riddles. And uh, what was surprising to me was uh, that this sphinx had been asking numerous people this riddle uh, over a a great many years that the city I grew up in, Thebes, uh, had been blighted by various curses, food shortages, economic downturn. So you're uh, getting sloppy seconds of riddles. Well, no one had been able to solve these riddles. Sure, but then eventually you would give up, right? And then like, okay, maybe it's my riddles and not the people. Maybe I should change my riddles. The Sphinx. Well, the Sphinx, I don't think, wanted anyone to solve the riddles because when they failed to answer the riddles, the Sphinx got to um, eat the people. And also the Sphinx got some sort of kind of pleasure out of... um, the Sphinx, I'm not quite sure how it worked, but kind of within the... Making uh, people, like, stew. But we, and also and the, they're making the, people into stew. Yeah, he would make them into stew, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he'll make them stew and then make them into stew. He'd make them stew over... Yeah, uh, the, what the riddle what was. The riddle they was. failed the riddle. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I answered the riddle yeah, first correct. go. Really? And I, and I listened to it. Um, and I was like, oh, that's actually quite a simple riddle. It's gone out of my mind at present, but... You uh, go well, back and there's actually a record of it in the play called uh, Oedipus written by... Yeah, wasn't the sink... Sophocles. Wasn't the riddle something like what gets wetter as it dries? Something like that, yeah. yeah. a towel. It's a towel. It gets wetter as it dries. Dries you, the person. Yes, yes. I'm not sure that was the riddle. But something in that ballpark. something within that ballpark that if okay. you think about it for 30 seconds... But I think maybe it was just me... Being when I was confronted with the Sphinx, obviously that can be a full-on experience for people. Um, it's not every day that you come across a Sphinx. They can kind of get uh, wrapped up in kind of a, a level of panic and anxiety. Mm. But I, for whatever reason, managed to stay quite calm whilst I was confronted with the Sphinx. Um, I guess that's partly uh, kind of my history as a comedian, you know, having to deal with things kind of on the fly, think on your feet. Um, uh, deal with sphinxes who, if you know, you don't answer them properly, they're going to eat you. I've had that before. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Mm. I would say that. I will say this whole industry is full of sphinxes, man. I, I would agree with you. It's full of freaking sphinxes, man. And <laughs> vultures are out to get you. I, I would have to agree with that. Blood sucking. Um. Uh, leeches, leeches, parasites, tapeworms, tapeworms. I have a tapeworm inside myself right now. And I was going to say you look good. I am looking quite svelte and that is because I have a, a tapeworm. A, yeah, a parasite eating everything. Apparently I eat. you can get the tapeworm out if I dangle a piece of ham in front of your anus. The tapeworm will come out to nibble on the ham and then I can curl it up around a pencil and we can get the tapeworm 
out of your bow that way if you want. I'm happy to do that for you. I think I can shed a few more. A few more kilos. All right. Well, if you ever get me back as a return guest and want me to dangle a piece of ham in front of your uh, coit. My, 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 my junk, you mean? I mean your anus. My, my reverse junk. Yeah, well, the Opposite worm, side of the junk. I don't think the tapeworm can come out of your penis. My trunk. My not, trunk. not for junk, for trunk. For trunk. What are you going to do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? I can't believe they put that song on the radio. They do some crazy things. Where kids could listen to that. Have you got many kid listeners to this? Oh, yeah. So I put this up on YouTube. And when it asks you, is this suitable for kids? I say yes. I was just... Thank God we got this Glenn 20 in here. Okay, make don't don't face the label to the camera. Is that for YouTube purposes? Don't, don't face it to the camera. How come? Because I we, we they are not our sponsors. We are actually. But it's a great product. I don't think you have to be sponsored by them. But it's a really fantastic product. Oh, you can't no. This one is Citrus Breeze, which is by far my favorite fragrance. I've tried the Frangipani. I've tried the limited edition Pomegranate. I've also tried the uh, kind of Eucalyptus one. Which I think, which only, which they only put out in both Australia and uh, Latin America, apparently, because there's a lot of eucalypt trees there. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of kind of families kind of connect the smell of eucalypt with disinfectant. Well, uh, our sponsors are Glen Thirty. Oh, sorry, I'll put that away. That's why I was a bit. I don't want to upset my actual sponsors. Glen Thirty is a great product. Glen Thirty is just d- dirt in a can. Yeah, but if you ever need dirt in a can, I know what brand I'm buying. Well, you know, if you want to fight fire with fire, get dirt in a can. Nothing's going to get you wet than swimming in a pool. The first time I saw you, you were in a show that involved a pool. Poolside was that the first of my shows you saw? I believe so. I did shows before that. Oh, that was the first one I saw. You know, you, 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 you notice how I said that. Where'd you see it? Where did I see it? <laughs> In my dreams every night. It did stay with people. It did stay. It stayed with me. Uh, was someone walking into a show? Sorry? Did your show involve walking? Like, was it one of those... Shows that you walk with the audience, like a yeah, it was a walking tour show, wasn't it? Uh, you toured this kid's pool. Uh, no. Okay, well, maybe I'm thinking of something else, then. So you didn't see my show? No, it it, it did involve a pool. Well, it was called Poolside, and there was that's I'm right. So it was something. Something you, to do. You could have just known that from the title. I mean. I said it involved a pool. You said poolside. So I thought, yeah, that's it. That's the show. Involved a pool. How many shows involve pools, Oliver? How many? Yes. At least 30. 30. And think about how many shows get performed in each festival. Hundreds. Mm-hmm. Close to thousands. Sometimes millions. So you might have seen one of those other shows, not mine. I think it was yours. It was like a. It was like you walked around. <laughs> you were in the backyard, right? 
and there was this like pool, this kid inflatable kiddie pool. And you kind of just walked around the kiddie pool and then you're giving like little fun antidotes about the pool. Was it I was at Tasma Terrace up the top of Spring Street near Parliament. Yeah, was that? Wasn't it that? That was where, that was the location, but it was inside. Okay, but it was like, I, I mean, you say inside, I say outside. Tomato, tomato. Hmm. And that was another show of yours I saw. Tomato, tomato. Yes. That was a good show. Discuss the process of coming up with such a world. Received show. Yeah, a world, a world of hurt. It yeah. hurt my sides because I laughed too much. I guess that was kind of my experimenting with kind of more like a jackass type show where I would uh, play pranks on the general public and also just kind of engage in a process of, of torturing myself. Right, stapling your, your scrotum to your leg, Steve-O style. Yeah. yeah, and my scrotum is still stapled to my leg. And how is that... Affected your comedy? It hasn't helped. But has it been detrimental in any way? Yeah, much, very much so. In what way? I find it very hard to focus because I'm in a great deal of pain at kind of every moment. Right, but does doesn't that add? Doesn't that add to it? The pain. Yes. Because now I believe you. Like when you talk about, when you talk the way you talk and I'm like, this person's, in, this guy's in pain. Hmm. You are in actual pain. Hmm. Because your scrotum is stapled to your leg. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna take a chug of that water bottle. I'm gonna have a little drink here. Is that water any good? It's delicious. Is it? Is it okay? It's perfect. It's just what I needed. Ah, it's hot in here, isn't it? Is that on purpose? I believe that's just the weather. I think that's just climate change. Who's Gonzo? Is that a cat? Gon- the puppet. There's, a, a, there's kind of like cat food there or kibble of some sort. Yeah. You ever given a puppet cat food? Oh, yes. No, you haven't. I'm lying. You're looking at me like... Oh, no, I, had a little st- I know I had a little stinker. I'm going to say I have fed a puppy cat food, but I haven't fed a puppy cat food. Only the truth on this show. You got me. I'm a dirty liar. Is this one of those jackass pranks you're talking about before? I'm a dirty, stinking liar. I'm a filthy, filthy lying. Not going to finish that sentence. What's this? It's an external hard drive. Very small. Isn't it extraordinary how small you get an external hard drive these days? One terabyte. Tech technology is getting smaller and smaller. It's, it's um it's wild, isn't it? 
I didn't really start dating good and being good at it, if you will, until about three years ago, three or four years ago. <laughs> and you live in the shadow of that. Yeah, I mean, he was dating for a long time, uh, about 15 years. Uh, and then, But then, yeah, he only really started to feel like he got good at it around uh, 2020, even though he'd been dating since, well, no, sorry, 2001. So he was dating for, yeah, probably 19 years before he started to feel like he got really good at it. But I think with that, that kind of people talk about that, but I think it's more with hindsight, you know, like it's not as if he, if he was bad at it, but I think by the time that you've been doing it for 19 years, looking back in hindsight, you realize how much you didn't know and how much um, you were still kind of muddling your way through. And I think sometimes within that 19 years, there's definitely a feeling that, um, you know, you know what you're doing, but I think you're looking back in hindsight, sometimes it's false confidence and you don't entirely know. But I think after that period of time, you just come to, I don't think it's even more knowledge really about necessarily what to do. It's it's more just a sense of kind of calm and ease within yourself. And really that is the the kind of end point is the, the feeling of um, calmness mm -hmm. really. And within that in kind of like more of like a moment to moment sense, you can have clarity on a situation and i don't mean that in terms of like knowing everything i mean just more a sense of, of of comfort with not necessarily needing to know everything and being more comfortable with the kind of essential unknowability of of life really hmm. i think that's good that you played that right how calm are you feeling right now I don't think I've ever... Mm. Now that you mentioned that. Sphinking music. It's not really music, though, is it? I'd say 7 out of 10 comfort level. That's pretty good. Not bad. I was hoping you'd have snacks. Snacks? Yeah. <laughs> like we're eating on, on, on the podcast. Yes, true. That's not done, is it? That's not good behavior. I mean, we could. You know how you watch? I kind of sometimes listen to like American podcasts with like American celebrity comedians and they're always drinking like cans of um, La Croix. Mm. That like flavored. Um, it's flavored spring water. Flavored, yeah, soda water, spring water, and that mineral water, but no sugar. It's very L.A. How do you feel? Do you drink many? Uh, do I drink? No, do you drink many um, sugar, full sugar sodas? What's your go-to soda? Okay, now it's okay. Um, seven up. More so than Sprite? Definitely a seven up guy. That's because I got real into the documentary series and I thought the drink was a marketing tie-in of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a video game when I was a kid on the on the Sega that my cousin had that was based on Seven Up. The character. The like the the mascot, which was just like a A seven? White circle, I think. Okay. What's the white circle do? 
I can't remember. All I, remember. I think it was more like a. It was almost like a Connect Four type um, game. I think. He fights for Noid. There was another uh, Michael Jackson video game where he threw his hat, like uh, from the is it the Billie Jean video clip, like right? That? And, it, and it hits for Noid, and it killed people. It was one of those people, the Noid. I don't know who the Noid is. The Noid was the old Domino's mascot. Do you have a picture you can show me? I I just imagine like a little guy. On Joe Rogan, they talk about something and they put um, pictures on a screen up. And then the guests look at it together and they go. Oh, sorry, I can't afford having pictures on a screen, Oliver. Not all of us can have Joe Rogan money. You told me, you told me this was... You told me you had Joe Rogan. Fair enough. I didn't say, I never said I had Joe Rogan money. I said this podcast was originally called the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh, that's right. It was called that. And I feel like the experience is um, similar in many ways. Uh, Not enough discussion about eating deer carcasses for my liking. What's your opinion on the whole liver king thing? Liver king? Mm. The liver king? Mm-hmm. Is that like a mascot for like livers? Mm. Why is it a king? I don't, he called himself that. Is that is that the king that's always going off? He's like a um. Go off, king. He's a supplement salesman. He runs a supplement company, and um. Is it actually a liver though? Uh no, he's just a he's just a, a man. It's just a man. He's got. Do they have a crown? Uh, he sometimes has worn a crown. Some, but he's the yeah. liver king. Yeah. If he's the liver king, he's got to wear that crown all the time. Well, yeah, King Charles, you know. I don't know if there's rules. King Charles certainly doesn't wear his crown all the time. Yeah. And no one takes him seriously. I take That's seriously. the problem. I've been getting really into, not to mention products, fishermen's friends lately. Like I looked at my bin in my room before I came and there were like four or five packets of Fisherman's Friends. My favourite flavour is the aniseed one. Um, I thought I had some in here, but I don't. You don't have it in your, your little tote bag. So we need to talk more about this liver king guy. Oh, okay. How do I get him on the show? You could probably just message him. On, he's big on TikTok. Oh, see, that's the problem. Who messages people on TikTok? I don't know. I don't use it. You ever you ever message anyone on TikTok? No, I don't really use it. Yeah, you, you actually, that's not. I upload videos at the moment, trying to increase followers or something, but they're not really coming to anything. And I don't. I would just do it. See, I'm just doing it off my desktop computer because mm. I don't want to look at TikTok on my phone. And I'm worried that like the algorithm knows that you're uploading it from your desktop so it doesn't share it as much as it otherwise would if you share it from your phone because it's like if you're not going to use it on your phone like everyone else, we're not going to show people your videos. Um, it's an interesting theory. I mostly use my desktop for TikTok. Do you? Yeah. Are your videos getting many views? Uh, not really, no. Anyway, it's nothing worse than two comedians talking about social media algorithms. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about the liver king. You brought up TikTok. I know, and then I regretted bringing him up. Is that a character? Your next character? The liver king. The guy who regrets bringing up the liver king, probably. 
I mean, you do characters, and I see you, and I'm like, this yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm trying to do more just stand-up. This guy days. is a character. I'm a character. This guy is a character. Hooray. Hooray, everyone's a character. I mean, <laughs> right now, yawning. <laughs> Think about it. Mr. Yawn. That's all you do. You go up on stage and you yawn. I know. That could be something. There may be something in that. I'm trying to figure out a new show for next year. <laughs> yes, and you go up on stage as Mr. Yawn. And all you do for the first 10 minutes of your show is yawn. It'd be cool if I could um, yawn and open my mouth up so that it uh, became like this, the size of a door and then the audience walked into my mouth. It's getting very Salvador Dali for me, Oliver. Sorry. What next? You're going to suggest, oh, what if I'm like... A clock, but I melt on a tongue. Ugh. Ugh. My, re- my reflex. 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 My, my reflex reflex is ugh, no good. How what do you do? Do you take anything for your reflex? I take my lanta. Quickies. You know when you have a quickies, mm. I'm a real treats boy. So every now and again you'll be somewhere or you'll be like in the car with someone. And I love, I love when you get in someone's car and they've got like, they, they're like a treats person. They have like a little bag of lollies. Sometimes you get in someone's car and they've just got like half a open packet of like quickies. You're like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll, Final, I'll take, finally. I'll eat in. I'm pretty pathetic. I'll eat anything. So I'll take one of their quickies without asking. And put that, and then you always it's that surprise of being like, "Wow, that's just um, chalk, isn't it?" You sure it was quickies? Could have just been chalk. It could have just been chalk. Now that I think about it, I think it was just chalk. I think maybe if you want to take this Mister Yong character to new interesting places, after he's done it. He says, I'm gonna I got a treats. I got some treats, everyone. I got some quickies. But then it's chalk. I don't know if I like the way I look. <laughs> on the screen. Oh we're looking at ourselves on the screen right now. I don't now. really think about what to wear. I don't know. I to... Well, you're dressed up as yourself. Yeah, I know, but um well, no need to obsess over it. Well, <laughs> so now you got me obsess over it. It's a plain black shirt. What was you wear, thinking? you wear, you always wear that though, as the character of Ross Purdy. Mm. What is this? What is this plain black shirt? Did you go to Sydney Fringe this year? I did. How's that? I went last year, but and I saw you up there, but I didn't go this year. What uh, what show did you do? Ross Purdy destroys comedy, the one from this year, or you did the new one? I uh, I did the show, the late night party boys show. Oh, you didn't do a new one. You didn't do a solo show. You did the show, Damien. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Why Why learn something new? That's what I want to know. 
You know what I mean? You said, Tommy, before we started that you're doing a new show next year. Yeah, and I'm already regretting it because I'm like, why am I, why learn something new? One must continue to um, uh, explore and grow as an artist. How Otherwise, have you explored and grown as an artist? How? How have you? I think every show that I do, I kind of uh, just try and discover something new and try out something new and different. It's not always successful, but I I feel like I um, push myself in new directions, which um, reveals things both about myself as an artist and myself as a person. I'm all about going backwards. Each and every year I regress. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's got their own process. I'm going to regress and I'm going to keep regressing until I become just a, a fetus again inside a womb. I look tired. Sorry, we should have put makeup on you beforehand. Yeah, I know. I think about. I think I've got these like um, I don't know. I'm getting a lot of skin tags on my neck as well as I get older. Hmm. You know what? It can solve that. Sorry. You know what can solve that? No. Is there something that can fix skin tags? Glen Ferdy, dirt in a can. Glenn 30, dirt in a can. You spray it on your face. You wet up that dirt. It's like having a mud bath. True. It's like a, a exfoliant in a in a in a um can. Well, like you know when people go to a um Yeah, there's like those mud. People put mud on themselves as like a um, mm. beauty therapy. And what's more disgusting than mud? It's gross. Is that a question? It's gross. It's sloppy. It's brown. Hmm. Do you think... What this is counting down, does that mean you've only got two minutes and 48 seconds left of recording onto that um, hard disk? Hey, man, we're going to find out. Yikes. I mean, the countdown could be that this whole place is going to blow. See what happens. I mean, if it stops, it stops. If it stops, it stops. If it stops, it stops. Hey, man, if if it stops, it stops. You just keep going. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you reckon about these... um, that impression? Yeah. My impression of Gary. Yeah, that's a very hot impression of Gary. Thank you. you should go up there. You should go up there on stage. <laughs> After you're done. Anyway.
Sorry, I got emotional. What was that? Do you have any games? Do you play games on your phone? I play the ultimate game. Everlove. Sorry. Love is a game. Love is a game, babe. It ain't no shame. Love is a game, babe. I'm in you. No, I need you, baby. Every time I walk away from you. Are you a musical comedian now? But sometimes you just like to just burst out into song. Sometimes when they are. When the um, when the uh, when the impulse takes you, right? Okay, I get you. I get you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Let me see if this uh, specific plug here, Married with Children, Mary airs with children, Sunday. SFW Sunday at uh, eight. Nine. Is that nine. Oh. So not only after he's just gone on Arsenio Hall. Mm-hmm. Talk about how the AIDS epidemic has affected his dating. Mm-hmm. And then he's gone on to say that, well, he has started dating and he's only gotten good, so to speak, in, for, in the first three years. But, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can't judge the quality of dating. It's, he's now plugging married with children. And you're going to stand right behind this? I don't to, I'm not here to defend my brother. If you wanted, if you wanted to talk to Gary, you should have just had him on. Well, he wouldn't take. He wouldn't respond to my messages. Okay. Instead, I'm like, okay, who do I? Know? Who else do I know? Oliver. Well, I'm not gonna. If you've got, I'm not gonna. You, you've had me on your podcast. You can talk to me about me. Sure. You'd have to talk to me about Gary. Okay, you, you ever been on Married with Children? No. I made it about you. And why hasn't your brother Gary extended an olive branch and given you an opportunity? Ask him. Okay, well, do you have some sort of bad relationship with him? Is there some sort of bad blood? Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm asking you. How do you feel about your brother? I feel fine about my brother. How do you think he feels about you? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Okay, but how do you feel? Doesn't have to be right or wrong. It's like, how do you feel? I'm sure. I'm sure he feels fine. Yet. He want to get you an opportunity on Married with Children? Maybe one hasn't come up. Uh, what do you mean one hasn't come up? It's Married with Children. That show's stopped. That show was cancelled a long time ago is the main issue. Back when I was a child, actually. Uh, here we go again with this cancel culture. Oh, this show actually hasn't been on the air for years. These snowflakes. You know, snowflakes feel good on your tongue. They do. It's, have we stopped recording?
I mean, we there's every single chance in the world this vi- the video was stopped. It says full. Yeah, it's like full house. Do you need to examine that at all? I mean, I'll examine it later, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to open it up and it's just going to be episodes of Full House. But the audio is still recording. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, That's disgusting. Hey, this is a burp. This is a burp zone here on this show. You want to go ahead and burp, Oliver? I don't know you're an arty guy, but what's more artful than the human burp? Uh-huh. And is that your next show? Art. Uh-huh. Yeah, the human burp. Oliver Coleman, Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024 for Human Burp. No, but I like the idea of calling a show art. Maybe. I think it's been done. Yeah, I think that's been done as well, actually. (laughs) Uh, Wait, no, it hasn't been done. But I think you would. Human Burp. I think it... um, I think it would be hard to do it with um, with a sense of sincerity, I think. People would think you were taking the piss out of the art world or something. If you called the show the human burp. No, if you called the show art. I think people would be fine with you. The human burp is also a good name. Yeah. So call it that. What's wrong with that? And then you could talk about the human burp in comparison to the burps of non-human animals. Oh, I think about it. Think, how does a platypus burp? I don't know. I wonder if all animals do burp or not. How does an otter burp? I'm sure there's some out there that burp. Well, I mean, climate change is caused in uh, large part by the burps of ruminids. Right. All that, all that waste gas. All that methane. All that methane, all that the refluxes. So worry. Oh, what you gonna do? You couldn't get me to talk to Gary. Look, you send me an email and I will forward it to Gary. But I'm not gonna put you in touch. Okay, I'll leave it up to him about whether or not he wants to get in touch with you. I mean, you know, we're either gonna commit a hundred percent or we're not gonna commit. I'm not going to send you an email and you may or may not forward it. How do I know? Trust. Trust me, baby. I want you to trust me. I want you to hold my hand. I want you to kiss my back when my shirt's off at the beach. What song is this? Huh? It's a new song by uh, the local Melbourne band um, East Brunswick All Girls Choir. Ah. I want you to kiss my back when my shirt's off at the beach. 
I wanna lean back into you and feel your arms around me, baby. Feel your breath on my neck. Feel your arms on my chest. Together like a dream. Hey, you want to hear the new Brian Jones Town Massacre song? I'd love to. Thank you. Oh, get the fuck off my stage. You don't have a job here anymore. Oh, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to throw a guitar at you. That's it. Gig's over. I saw Brian Jones Town Massacre a few years ago. I think they played at um, maybe Billboards, whatever it's called now. I did one show and then they're doing two shows at the Hi-Fi Bar. This tour gone. Well, the, the cancelled tour. Yes. So that new song is out on Spotify. Uh, the uh, the choir songs, the songs you were doing, are they out on Spotify or are they Bandcamp? Or Bandcamp. Oh, yeah. Do you, um, are you a Brian Jones Damascus fan? Can't say I am. Mm. I'm a fan of the meltdown. I'm a fan of the meltdown as well. Yeah, it was funny seeing the old guy get up because they like wrestled on the ground, and then one of them got up and he was put his fists out like he was going to fight, and like a very like his the idea of a old sailor fighting. It's very amusing. Well, I mean, it would have been great to see for the people there because I think a lot of people only got into Brian Jones Town Massacre after that. Um, dig documentary you know when they were kind of attracted by the kind of messy rock and roll romanticism of their drama and hedonism Mm. Mm. so that's uh that's dig the 2004 documentary chronicling the dandy warhols and brian jones town massacre it's out on uh tubi so it's out on Tubi. Yep. It's out on Tubi, people. Hey, uh, can I get a call uh, from uh, Carolina Tubi? Because uh, it seems like the stream for uh, Dig is not working properly. It's had a lot of increased traffic and the servers are not coping. So uh, I need to get Caroline on the phone. Stat, please, if you can make that happen, Jessica. Jessica? Jessica, okay, no, okay, we've hired you as an intern. And I understand that we're not paying you, but uh, we need you to kind of just do what we say, okay? It's a learning experience for you. You're here for the summer semester here at Tubi. And uh, if you want to make it in this business, you have to do the, uh, the, the these kind of jobs, okay? And it means, yeah, okay, so you're an intern. You'll be note-taking. A lot of it is kind of tasks like that where you don't necessarily get input, but you do get the opportunity to kind of be in the room with the people that are making the big decisions, okay? A lot of people are killed for this, Jessica, okay? What, but you're really what wasting this, this opportunity. I don't know. I don't know. This is kind of like an LA kind of uh, executive kind of guy, but it is. Uh, we're not sure what color this accent is, which is the concerning part, I think. Anyway, I was kind of. I went to international school in uh, uh, a lot. I was born in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm, okay. And uh, I went to, did primary school in uh, Oxford because my dad was an academic. 
but then we grew up uh, mainly in Kuala Lumpur, and I went to an international school there. So my accent is kind of like an amalgamation of uh, right, influences pick, from all those places. You picked up a lot. Yeah, you picked up a lot. I picked yeah. up a lot, and then when I was eighteen, I uh, actually enrolled in a horse riding uh, camp. Ah, so I, which is why I sound like a horse. Right, I did detect. I did detect a hint of horse mm. in that voice. Yeah, that's why. I did ask about the accent. I'm like, is this even like a human accent? No, it's horse. It's, it's a bit horse. Mainly horse. Mainly horse. Horse, horse, okay. horse, horse. Horse riding camp. Right. Hi, girls. Welcome to horse riding camp. Okay. Hi. Uh, so the first thing we're going to be learning in the first week is how to saddle the horse. Okay. So we're not actually going to be riding this summer. We're just going to be learning about caring for the horses. Okay, girls, the boys are getting to ride the horse, but we're going to be mainly focused on polishing the saddles, cleaning the feet and uh, cleaning the stables. Okay. So no, settle down. Okay. So no. Okay. Stop crying, guys. Stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize that improvisation would bring back bad memories for you, Ross. Oh God! I just remember going to horse riding camp, and they told me to not cry. Let me express my emotions. Oh, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to. It's hard to um express one's emotions. You got anything to plug? Yes, uh, my name is Oliver Coleman. You can follow me at, at, at Oliver Coleman Comedy on Instagram uh, or other social media platforms. Uh, I'll be doing a show next year uh, at festivals. Mr. Yawn. Called Goof, uh, uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival, Adelaide Fringe, Sydney Comedy Festival, and uh, maybe some other places as well. Would love you to come along and see that. Uh, you can sign up to my email list at olivercoleman.net or just follow me on the said socials as early as I mentioned earlier and you will see updates from there. Anything you'd like to plug? Uh, so I'm going to be doing a show next year. It's going to be called Mr. Yawn. I go up on stage as a character who yawns a lot for the first 10 minutes and then like, my mouth gets like surrealistically big, like so big that the audience is able to walk through it. Wow. That's cool. I'd say that. Also, we have the last anti-comedy of the year on December 6th. I'm performing at that. Are you? Or not. You can cut me from the lineup if you want. Oh, no, you can be on the lineup. We got to promise to bring Gary, though. Did you actually not know that I was on? Is that are you being a trickster? I don't know, man. I don't know anymore, man. Uh, just bring Gary along. <laughs> That's all good. I'm not bringing Gary. Well, why not? He doesn't like comedy. He doesn't like comedy, but he sure likes to eat chicken wings. Yeah, let me have a look. Is this interesting for followers? Right, where are you going? Destroy comedy, destroy comedy, destroy comedy.